Welcome to the Alpha Dude Podcast with Michael Pulser. What would it be like if you knew that you were unstoppable and you could live life on your terms? Better yet, how good would a deathbed you had fulfilled all your potential and more? Life on Earth has a beginning and an end. It's what you do in the middle that counts. Let's look at how to make that part even better. If you've been following the podcast for a while, you know that recently I've been reading about astrophysics and if you want something that challenges you and blows your mind, pick up a book on this and it's incredible. During the field of study, I noticed that Newton's three laws constantly came up and it struck me that these actually apply to psychology. So this episode will examine Newton's three laws as it applies to psychology. Generally, the energy that you bring will either enhance or hurt your interactions. The laws of energy, including Newton's law of motion in physics, applies to psychology in this way. The first law is that a body at rest remains at rest unless it is acted upon by an external force. This translates in psychology in that unless you actually bring energy to the situation or encounters, nothing happens and nothing moves forward. It's like in basketball. If you don't actually try to take the shot, then you've missed. You've missed every single shot you haven't taken. The same score that you get for a missed shot is the same score you get for a shot not taken. And the fact is that you have to put in the energy to make it happen. As this applies to psychology, just consider your interactions. Do you just turn up and save your energy for other interests? Do you feel that social interactions are a drain and you just put on the reserve sign and just turn up for the interaction? This will not serve you. By giving it the attention it deserves and giving the energy that the interaction needs to move on, you will benefit from understanding Newton's first law of psychology. Law number two, Newton's second law. The force acting on an object is equal to the mass of the object times its acceleration. In physics, this is incredibly important, but let's leave that for now and focus on psychology. In psychology, you can consider the force as being the outside factors or outside influences of the individual. These may include others in the environment, anything in the situation that is external to yourself. Now, the object times its acceleration applies to the properties of the individual in the situation. So how does this apply? Because, again, breaking it down to psychology makes it just as abstract. But the fact is that if you consider that party analogy, if you've brought energy and the properties and skills that you need to have great social communication, to to work the party, to have a great time, then it will enhance the interaction. It will be a force that will put into motion something 
that wouldn't happen if you didn't bring that in the first place. So as I said, the party analogy, if you have a high level of energy and that's the energy in the party and you have the low level of energy brought in by the individual, this person's just reserved, shy, introverted, whatever, it's a mismatch. However, if both you and the party have massive energy, then you have a synergistic effect. And taking into this, taking this into consideration will teach you how you can utilize Newton's second law of psychology. And finally, Newton's third law of psychology. The third law is perhaps the most famous in pop science, and that is that for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. So in psychology, this also has the effect that when you say yes to something, you're saying no to many things. If you say yes to one woman and make her your wife, you say no to all the other girls out there. If you say no to putting yourself out there, then you say yes to isolation. And you can see how making decisions is imperative in the way that we work through this world in terms of psychology. So basically, it all boils down to this. Number one, just realize that what you do actually counts. Even if it's not observed, like I said in the philosophy episode, you're observing it. So make sure that what you do, whether you're with others or on your own, it actually matters. Number two is to understand the effects of what you do. This can be done obviously through past experiences, but also through understanding systems. And we're going to talk more about systems theories in following podcasts. Next, number three, make decisions. And when you make decisions, be very thoughtful about it. Be intentional in it. Check, is the juice actually worth the squeeze because often it's not but when you make a decision remember that third law every action has an equal and opposite reaction say yes to something means you're saying no to something else so keep that in mind number four is make sure that when you commit you're aware of everything that I've talked about that you realize what you do counts that you understand its effect you make the decision and check to see if it's worth it. And finally, evaluate your movements over time. This means that while you're going through processes, you check and see how things are going, but you don't quit straight away. There's long and short term. So in the long term, keep watching for results, see if you need to make adjustments. And in short term, also do the same, but don't be too quick to jump onto short-term changes if you're not seeing instant results. So if you're dieting, for example, and you're not noticing those results are coming as quick as you should, then it's probably a good idea to review your program and see, is this the thing that I should be on? That's great. But it's not the right thing to say that, hey, this isn't working. I'm going to give up on it altogether. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. If so, rate it from the place you downloaded it. For any questions, send an email to michaelpulser at gmail.com.